Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production, available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. There are things in life that are okay to cheap out on, but your car battery is not one of them. And that's because you never know what a cheap battery could cost you. Like, uh, say, Paul's going to see the Holy Triumphant Russian concert or reunion show. It's impossible right now. But that's certainly something you wouldn't want to miss because your car won't start. That's why you need Interstate Batteries, America's number one replacement battery. And the brand Autotechs prefer three times more than any other brand. Get a battery test today. Find your closest dealer at interstatebatteries.com. That's interstatebatteries.com outrageously dependable. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting live from the Mercedes Man Cave. Top that, Chris. This is Dan Patrick. Welcome to the program. Hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. The great Jim Nance will join us coming up here in a little bit. The great odds maker Danny Sheridan from USA Today will tell you what you should do and not do when it comes to betting on the Super Bowl. And the Hall of Famer Reggie Miller will stop by as well as the Lakers get roughed up in Boston. Damian Lillard dropped 61 on Golden State last night, and this is pretty much a microcosm of Damian Lillard's career. Now, if he did this two years ago against the great Golden State team, then this would be national TV and people would be talking about it today. This is why he has a chip on his shoulder. He put up 61 last night. I don't know how many people will mention it. He did beat Golden State, and this is the artist formerly known as Golden State. Now, Portland will surround this story and give it love like they should, but Damian Lillard put up 61 last night, and I think more people will talk about what happened to the Lakers in Boston last night or my James Harden. James Harden went one for 17 from three-point range last night and lost to the Thunder. Now, you have to be a pretty great player to go one for 17 from three-point range, by the way, because any other player, if you're an average player, a little better than average, you're not going to shoot 17-3. Your coach is not going to leave you in to shoot 17, to miss 16 of those. So there's, there's no way that you could have somebody do that except for a superstar gets the green light. But Houston's unique, and Mike D'Antoni wants James Harden to keep firing. And I'm watching this because the Rockets should have won the game. They were up 15 with seven minutes to go. And one of the reasons the style works is Harden might miss a lot of shots, but he gets to the free throw line at a historic rate. He still scored 29. But you're watching and you say, you know, you're not making your shot. How about an extra pass here? Like maybe, maybe just it doesn't feel like anybody is able to say something to James Harden. He's like untethered. He just goes, and then that's it. And then you look up, and you go, how many do you have, and did you win the game? 
And that was the story last night where I'm going, you're not making these shots. You're one for 17. An extra pass? Because maybe you don't have a great night. You still have to win that game. And maybe Houston's going to be dangerous come postseason time. Maybe. Maybe they're a buyer. Maybe they get, you know, somebody in there. But it it feels like this is who they are. You brought in Westbrook, who I think has really acclimated a whole lot better than we thought. Because he's a ball-dominant guy, too. But watching last night where flipping back and forth with a guy who can't make a shot and then Damian Lillard, who can't miss, putting up 61. But uh, also Ben Simmons with a triple-double last night. McLevin said, make sure you mention that. There, I mentioned that. Yay! Did you uh, mention he was 12 for 14 from the field? Yeah. How many threes did he have? I'm imagining zero. Okay. Five steals, leads league no, steals. No, he's a wonderful player. Imagine if he could shoot. But Yeah, but what if he shoots and it takes away from other aspects of his game? I mean, do you want one for 17 from three? Well, I'm hoping that he'll shoot well. I can go one for 17 from three-point range. No, you couldn't. You would never be able to miss that many shots. I would be embarrassed if I went one for 17 from three-point range. Paulie, with one good eye, could go one for 17 from three-point range. <laughs> Maybe. Fritzy could shoot 17 hook shots from three-point range. And we should try this today. I'm guessing Fritzy, over the course of the show, would be able to make more than one three-pointer using your famous hook shot. Over, under, two and a half. Ooh, Is that fair? Man. I'm going to go under. <laughs> I'm going to go under on that. Yes. Are we capping him at 17 or because it's the hook shot, he can just let him fly as many as he can get in? 17 tries. All right. Can he make more than James Harden did? Absolutely last not. Night? Oh, you don't think so? Not even close. Man, he is. Well, so he goes 0 for 17. He's really close. He just went away from James Harden. <laughs> this program is still brought to you by LegalZoom. You need to make it legal, make it LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom.com, enter the promo code Patrick. In the box at checkout, special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. Kemba Walker finally got a win against LeBron James. Yeah, he finally did it. He was 0 for 28, and then I text the Danettes because I said, uh, I think the Celtics were up by 24 going into the fourth quarter, and then Fritzy goes, oh, Kemba, now 1 for 28. I, I don't, don't jinx him, but it felt like the Lakers got to a certain point, and then they realized that, uh, you know what, we might as well shut it down here because we're not winning this game, and it was not pretty at all. But uh, the Celtics picked up the win. Here is Frank Vogel, the Celtics. Uh, the uh, head coach of the Lakers talking about the Celtics. We didn't bring it in the first half. So pick it up and bring it. And we tried to come out with some aggression in the second second half. But um, credit to the Celtics. They played exceptional. You know, they're a desperate team. They lost six out of eight. Needed a win. Needed to play well. And, uh, and they did. Here's LeBron James talking about the Celtics last night. I mean, listen, it was just a good old, good old old-fashioned bubble. And that's all. And that's all. They beat us on all facets of the game. Um, from the outside, the interior, points off turnovers and offensive rebounds was the main ingredient to this L. You know, it's one loss. Anthony Davis coming back. He didn't play particularly well. You know, not up to that level. But, you know, LeBron is saying, look, it happens sometimes. It happens. It's just not your night. They knew it wasn't their night. It was Boston's night, and there was nothing they could do about it. Now, do we get upset? Because I guess this is the new trend here. Does he really care? Is LeBron, should he be angry? They got blown out? Because that hatred towards Aaron Rodgers, and maybe 
maybe that's too strong a word, but it certainly feels like that, that he still doesn't care. He didn't go after the fumble. Now, the criticisms I'm hearing from Aaron Rodgers are just a continuation from yesterday where you're going, okay, so if you want somebody, my quarterback is going to be really passionate, and that's what I want. Okay. You got Jameis Winston, right? Who's more passionate than Jameis Winston on the sidelines? Nobody. You got him. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you want Phillip Rivers. There you go. You can have Phillip Rivers. He's screaming, yelling. Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't care. Now, he cared, it felt like, during the regular season, apparently. But that ball is on the ground. For a guy who had a surgically repaired shoulder, so you want him to dive into the pile. Okay. If Patrick Mahomes would have gotten hurt on that run, what would we be saying today? Why is Patrick Mahomes running? We're a result-based sports society. Stop it. We embarrass ourselves with this. Rodgers is great. He did not play well. He didn't play defense. That defense has been bad in the playoffs in his career. Do you want him to be demonstrative? It ain't happening. Okay? And don't tell me, oh, my quarterback, he's got to be in your face. He's got to be a cheerleader. Okay, I'll give you Jameis Winston. There's nobody more excited on the sidelines. All right? Joe Montana wasn't like that. Right? We Nobody was critical of Joe Montana. No, Joe, come on. you got to be more excited about this. But Aaron Rodgers, the, uh, the hatred continues today. And I know he's polarizing uh, because you either love him or you don't. And you like his style or you don't. Or you're in the camp where Brady is better or Breeze is better, Montana's better, whatever it is. I just look at Aaron Rodgers and say, he's a special player at that position. Is he quirky? Yes, he's quirky. But it feels like that bothers people. Like he's cocky, he's smarmy, like, yeah, I don't know. You know. He doesn't strike me as a teen guy. That was the big narrative, like, what, last year, the year before? No, he's not a team player. He's not a leader. And then all of a sudden, they go 13-3, and three and I don't hear anybody say anything about it. And I'm sure you're going to get former teammates who say something about Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's really been the trend here as of late. And, and I do like him, and there are times when I can be critical of him, but not jumping into the pile. I mean, he got injured by Anthony Barr a couple of years ago, injured his shoulder. I don't want you diving in to the – I don't care who it is. Cam Newton, I don't want you diving Biggest guy, I don't want you diving in. But trust me, if Patrick Mahomes got injured on that run, we'd be saying, what's he doing? Rich Eisen said it's one of the great runs in the history of the NFL. What would we have said if he got injured? you got to go out of bounds. you got to slide. So the end result is he scored a touchdown. The end result is the Packers got blown out. Trust me, if the Packers won that game and Aaron Rodgers had the same demeanor, what would we say? Man, he is cool under fire. That's what you want. He's like Joe Montana. Now all of a sudden you want him to be like Jameis Winston. So make up your mind there. Uh, So Jim Nance will join us coming up here in a little bit. Uh, Tevin Coleman of the 49ers has a separated shoulder, and it looked really bad at the time. And then I thought, Okay, probably not playing in the Super Bowl, and he'd love to get back there because he was on the losing end of the Falcons against the Patriots. Team said, Niners said he's probably going to play in the Super Bowl. (laughs) Separated shoulder. Yeah, he'll probably be ready for the Super Bowl. Okay. 
Now, there's varying degrees of a separated shoulder. Now, none of them are any good, <laughs> but there's some that you can do physical therapy. There's surgery, but maybe it's just physical therapy. It, you know, watching that highlight, I went, oh, boy, that is bad. And then I was surprised where Niners said, yeah, I think he's going to be listed as uh, probable to play in the Super Bowl. I'm going to guess they'll probably inject something in there. Yeah, Paul. Wouldn't you like to know what the diagnosis is for a regular human with a similar injury? Like for him, he's probably going to miss a week and a half of practice and play in a, a football game. For an average human, it would be like 8 to 12 weeks of immobility. I really would like to know what, how it compares to a normal injury for a guy like us. I don't know. You know, you know they have degrees of separation there for your shoulder, and I, I don't know what it is, but it did look bad. It did. But uh, he's going to be able to play. Yes, Tom. Now, if you work in construction or a painter or you're carrying or lifting things, you probably end up on short-term disability to like April <laughs> or May or something like I would think. Well, you got one more game. And Tevin Coleman lost the Super Bowl. And I'm sure he's saying, I, I want to be in there. I don't know how much they need him. That's another thing. He sort of lost his opportunity to be that starting back there. But he's a, a good third down back. I don't know if he can catch, you know, raise his arms to catch a pass. I have no idea. But he's probably saying, nope, I want to be in there. I want to play. McLevin, you got a poll question for me. Okay, this is random. Get it out of the way. I don't think you're going to like it. But based on last night, if you could have one of these players, who would you want on your team, James Harden or Damian Lillard? And by the way, you're an official Hardenite. You've been talking about him being unstoppable for a long time. I, I am fascinated by him. I'd take Damian Lillard. I just, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I can sustain greatness with James Harden. He can individually. I just think it would be hard to play on that team. It would be hard to coach that because it just feels like Mike D'Antoni, you know, it's done. He's out there. James Harden is, this is who he is. This is who we are. I would take Damian Lillard. I feel like there's more of a team element there. And I know James Harden has a lot of assists, but he has the ball more than anybody. You can accidentally get eight assists if you're going to have the ball that much. Um, yeah, I, I, it, I'm, I'm having a hard time defending James Harden. I am. Yeah, Paul. Same question to McLovin. Would he rather have James Harden or Ben Simmons? Let's say it was a, age wasn't a factor. It's just a three-year contract. I think I'm going to take Harden over both those guys. Okay. And because I've seen him have a disastrous half season and the Rockets get hot. I thought you didn't like Harden. I don't love Harden's game. <laughs> you, but. you said you cannot win with James Harden's style of ball. No, I never said that. Oh. Well, that's how. Yeah, it's not. It's not terrible. But the Rockets have made pushes the second half of the last three years. And I'm telling you, I've, they're mm. playing possum. They're going to get hot at the end. They've done it the last two years. But I don't really want Lillard. He's the same player as Harden. They have almost exact same stats. Almost exactly to the T. They're the same three-point shooters. Damian Lillard? Yeah. He's exactly like he's a high-volume shooter just yeah. like Harden. But Harden's maybe a touch better than Lillard. Don't you think just historically he's an MVP? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he'll be one of the greats of all time. He'll be one of the great scorers of all time. Lillard is always going to have a chip on his shoulder because he's playing in Portland and nobody really knows it's Portland unless it's – something dramatic that happens. You know, like the game-winning shot, series-ending shot against Russell Westbrook. You know, other than that, you go, oh, Portland. Oh, that's a nice team. Oh, it's a great city. Harden is on TV a lot because 
there's always the possibility he could score 80. And then here's Lillard getting 61 last night. Yeah, McLovin. But in the past, has a 6-2 guy who's the leading scorer for you know, has that ever been a championship formula? I mean, it doesn't feel like guys like Damian Lillard win titles regularly. If you're the best player on the team, that's not usually the formula. Well, Harden's not winning a title. Well, he came a little close. I mean, they had him in game seven, right? Yeah, but he hadn't been to the final. Yeah, I know. But if you'd beaten the Warriors, you would have destroyed the team in the East, whatever. He came a lot closer than Lillard. I mean, Lillard made the conference finals last year. But. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just The more I watch Harden, it, it feels like he's trying to shoot. I'll ask Reggie about this. He's trying to shoot himself out of this, and he's not. It's like John Starks against the Rockets in the NBA Finals years ago, where he just kept shooting. And he wasn't good enough to keep shooting that many threes. Harden is. It's just, after a while, it's tough to watch that. It, it really is. And I think it's tough to build around it. You know, Iverson was a volume guy. They just didn't have any talent around him. Iverson had to do everything. Harden does have talent. I mean, there are some good players on that team. I just think they've lost their way with that style. Yeah, McLevin. Yeah, but haven't we seen the Rockets do this before where they just, like, they look lost and then, boom, they just win, like, 20 in a row and come into the postseason red hot. I don't know how they do it. But you said before the season, you said that they need to slow him down. Yes. So he has legs in the playoffs. Yes. I would, and they're doing the exact opposite. No, he, he shoots even more. I, I, I want to pace him. But I think he wants to prove that, hey, I can be the – Aside from Wilt, the greatest single-season scoring leader of all time. And he wants to just put up these numbers that are they're freakish. But I, at the same time, you're sacrificing, I think. All it took were a couple of situations where he didn't shoot. That's all. Pass the ball, get an extra pass, maybe get a better shot. But everybody is drunk with threes. And, and instead of taking a 15-footer, Going for a layup, something. I know he gets fouled, but it's it just I, – I love watching him play, but not as of late because I just don't think it's good basketball at all. Yeah, Paul. James Harden has played in all but one of his team's games, 41 games. He's averaging 37 minutes .37.3 minutes a game. He's leading the league in minutes played. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't, I don't, I don't need that. And right now, what are you, the number six seed? Yeah, you, I think you fell pretty hard the last two weeks. Yeah, they got they got to get into the top four here. Because that, that ain't going to happen on, in the playoffs. You know, Denver's going to be back. They're, Utah is going to be challenging. We know the Lakers. We know the Clippers are going to be there. It, I just, as much as you think you can turn it on in the playoffs, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's sustainable for a seven-game series. In a, in a big series against Clippers or the Lakers, yeah, McLovin. Should I worry about the Lakers getting killed by the Celtics last night without no. Anthony Davis? Does no. that mean anything? Well, Anthony Davis was there. Oh, did he play? Yeah, he just didn't play a lot. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize uh, when I tuned in, he was out. I didn't even know. He yeah, I don't. That. He was on a minute restriction there, but no, that was Boston came out. Lakers led eight nothing, and, and then that was it. I'm not. I'm not panicking on the Lakers. I think everybody wants to have hot takes on the Lakers today, and and people will have on radio and TV a hot take. But you know, Anthony Davis played 23 minutes. He's just coming back. I, I do think they need to make a move here. It's nice having LeBron and Anthony Davis. It feels like they're still missing something there. And I'm not quite sure what it is. 
Uh, Kyle Kuzma, you know, can you get something? What what can you get for him? Uh, is now the time you trade him? He's on that rookie contract. But, but you know, trying to figure out. Derrick Rose is a possibility for them. Derrick Rose is a possibility for the Lakers. Yes, Fritz. But they're all excited in L.A. Kuzma started to pick up his defense the last couple of games. Rondo's been encouraging him to play more defense, and he's like been uh, shutting guys down the last couple of games. A I like bit. how you have to encourage somebody to play <laughs> defense. Nobody is ever encouraged to play offense. The only guy I know who was ever encouraged to play offense, Steve Nash. Steve Nash was told by Mike D'Antoni to shoot more. Imagine Nash in today's NBA and Mike D'Antoni as his coach. He'd be doing a whole lot more shooting. We'll take a break. The great Jim Nance will join us. Coming up next here, it's 20 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331 Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Just got a tweet here. Uh, LeBron James must not care too much, or he would not have flown to Springfield, Missouri to watch his son play a game and then fly to Boston to play. Michael Jordan would never have done it. Eh, I don't know. Let's be careful on something like that. You'd be at a crap table. Yeah, Mike might have gone to Jersey to gamble or maybe play 36 holes on the day of a game. I got to believe that somebody who's tweeting that, that, that may have been a joke. I'm hoping it was a joke. I don't think that was a joke. Well, uh, then, then somebody needs to understand that Michael, you know, would go out and stay out and gamble, and then he would also play 36 holes during the day before he played a game. Yes, yeah, That's the only thing that they're wrong about in that is that Michael Jordan was flying all over the country to go to his kids' games. He was flying all over the country <laughs> to go to do a whole bunch of other stuff, but I don't know that I was going to see his kids' high school games. Uh, Jim Nance said to join us, brought to you by Vineyard Vines. Yeah, we got to see. Jim gave us some gifts there, Vineyard Vines. He's got a uh, store that opened at Pebble Beach last Wednesday and uh, steps from the putting green across from the lodge. He is Mr. Pebble Beach. He's Jim Nance. Hello, friends. How are you? Friends, I'm well. I'm uh, very blue, though, because I had all kinds of plans for us this year during the AT&T, and now I hear that the trip is scratched. Yeah. 
Yep. The Jim Nance breakfast, the the part three contest that McLovin won. Uh, yeah, we were we were disappointed that we can't join you out there, Jim. We always appreciate the hospitality. Well, that means McLovin gets to hold the belt for another year, which is hard enough to accept. <laughs> but yes, we, we, uh, we might have to organize something on the side, just a boys trip out to uh, to Pebble Beach and, and come hang out and do a little bit more than we did tournament week anyway. So I like that. Miss you. I like that. How about a, how about a sleepover at Jim Nance's hey, house? Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Tell me how the uh, Manning-Brady backyard visit happened. You know, it's kind of last minute. I, I, I got uh, word that that Peyton wanted to do Tom uh, this oh to be his, uh, you know, in many respects, I'm sure his biggest, biggest show, right? I mean, it's uh, the two of them together. I mean, it would be gold. But they were going to be together for an event at Pebble Beach. I got a call. I was on the East Coast. I wasn't there. I was at Hartford doing the Travelers Championship. And they said, hey, would you mind if we did this? And, of course, we're glad to have them. It was pretty funny. And then, you know, they were they were trying to figure out the password, the code for your uh, your gate there. I, I thought it was uh, – they, they had some fun at your expense. Well, there were some good lines in there, and I don't know who's responsible for them, but it was very clever. And – all I knew for about five months was that they had shot it on the property and up by the part three where McLovin, of course, is the king. <laughs> and uh, I, I had no idea of all the shenanigans and what they did at the gate. And, and then they let me in on it in December and said, you know, we need you to record a couple of lines. I said, what do I have to do with it? Uh, you'll see. So it was great. Uh, got a lot of feedback on it. It was, it was good fun. I was trying to explain to these guys and our audience, when you're up on the podium, when it's chaos, there's so much going on around you, you know, you're interchangeable guests there, there's confetti, you got a time element, you got a producer in your ear, you're trying to ask enough questions to satisfy everybody and then throw it back to the studio. I said that it's always been the toughest thing I've had to learn is to be able to talk to somebody and remember what you're saying and what they're saying, but also somebody is talking to you in your ear while you're doing that. Can you give the audience an idea of what that was like in Kansas City with Travis Kelsey and company? Well, Dan, you have to fight for the right. And you almost missed out on that because you were saying, oh, we, we got to go back to the studio. And you just put that microphone in front of Kelsey, and you, as we all know, never give up the microphone in a situation like that. You cannot do that. But I have to tell you, I was insubordinate there. Because <laughs> they were, you mentioned there were voices in your ear. I had Jim Rickoff, who I dearly love. And I'm sure he had people behind him that were screaming to get off the air. And Jim kept saying, as I was talking to Patrick Mahomes, this is it. This is it. Now, I'm looking past Pat, and I see Tyron standing there, Tyron Matthew, and I see Travis. Travis already tipped me off that he wanted to say something. Now, what am I going to do? They've just won the AMC championship. I'm going to blow these guys off? So, I mean, I wasn't exactly sure what the rush was, and I'm really good at following instructions. But on this, 
one occasion, I think I said something about I've got to get it back to the studio. Yeah. But, hey, guys, congratulations. And Tyler just said thank you. And then, of course, Travis just went off, and it made the whole thing great. How many times have you done that at the Super Bowl where you're uh, hosting? Uh, seven. I've done 16 AFC championships. I've done 34 NCAA championships. I've done a lot of regional finals. I've done, because I've been at the Masters 34 years, but 32 years I've been there for a completely different ceremony than a Butler cabin. But Travis's moment was pretty darn cool. That was, that was different. Actually, I have to confess, when, when he grabbed the mic, and you know I held on for dear life, as you said, because you got the network in your hands. When he started to say the word fight, the F seemed to take a little longer than normal. And all I'm saying is, you know, a lot of thoughts racing through my mind. And I, I did think somewhere in that millisecond, there was a synapse or something that was telling me, oh, my gosh, I just disobeyed. I was insubordinate, and I walked right into the F-bomb right here on national television. We're talking to we got through it. Uh, we're talking to Jim Nance, of course, the lead play-by-play voice for the NFL and CBS, the Masters in Final Four. I know you sign off. Fox has the Super Bowl. Did you feel mixed emotions here with Tony Romo's contract situation? Didn't really think about it at that point. Okay. Obviously, it's something that I'm well aware of and Tony and I talk about all the time. And I certainly hopeful, prayerful that it'll work out, and I, there's nothing much more I can say than that. I, I wish for him the, the best that he can do, whatever that might be, but he is loved at CBS by a lot of people, no one more so than, than yours truly, and he knows how I feel about it, but I'm not going to apply any pressure, yeah. and um, hopefully this will be something that we can do together for a long, long time. You know, we're just getting started. We're three years into it. Uh, as far as saying goodbye to the football season, look, I'm grateful we get to do the AFC championship. It's a big deal. And, and, you know, we alternate every third year with the big game. We just had it this past February. And oddly enough, next year we're going to actually come up in two years' time because we made the uh, switch, the trade with, with uh, NBC so that we move up a year. This all had to do with the Winter Olympics. Yeah and NBC having the Olympics and the Super Bowl falling on the same year. NBC didn't want that, so they proposed that we trade out the Los Angeles Super Bowl that we had, that we possessed, for Tampa Bay. So we're going to Tampa next year, and NBC the following year will take what would have been our Super Bowl in L.A. I've said this before to this audience, that that I know Tony gets a lot of credit, and he's unique, and people love that style, and it's fun. But he puts you on an island. Like, your ability to be able to grab what he leaves for you and then get back to the play in time to call it in real time and then allow him to go sort of rogue a little bit with his thoughts, it, it's it's not lost on me, Jim. And I'm, certainly, I'm certain that there are other play-by-play voices who look at that and say, that's a real, real talent to be able to do that and make it feel seamless. And that's what... If Tony would leave, you, you know, there are very few people like you in this business. And to be able to do that, and I think that you complement each other so well, and it just, it, it's a unique sound. And it's rare when we have unique sounds when it comes to play-by-play and color. 
Well, that was really nice what you said, Dan, you know, how much I respect you and uh, your observations, and you understand the business. But i got to tell you, when we're on the air, it's two guys who happen to have a very strong friendship who are just talking. Now, if I'm playing catch-up a little bit on some of the play-by-play calls, I don't really feel it. It doesn't feel off-balance to me. You know, I can think about Pat Summerall, who was a tremendous friend and mentor to me early in my career. We overlapped for 10 years together at CBS. And we all remember Summerall and Madden. But I also remember Summerall and Brookshire, and I know you do too. Yeah, yeah. And Pat, Pat had a very special gift for making his analysts shine. And they were transitioning at CBS from Brookie to John. This was in the early 80s. And there was a really incredible bond between Pat and Tom. They did the old, what became the 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 uh, inside the NFL show. They did that together. I mean, they were they were blood brothers. And someone on a writer asked Pat, he said, "Hey, how do you feel about this? You're going to miss Shire on on Sunday afternoon." And and Pat said, you know, in his way that he would could stretch out a sentence for about ten minutes, but he said, um, "I'm going to miss him on Sunday." But I'm gonna miss him more on Saturday night. <laughs> they, were, they, they, had, um, they had a chemistry, yeah. and they, they were up to some hijinks back in the day. Uh, but you know, the whole weekend, the process of getting ready for the games is this is what he was saying. You know, it was a joy ride, and I know he had it with John too. I mean, what a fabulous team that turned out to be. But when I think about my time in three years of doing games with Tony, it's a continuum on Friday into Saturday into Sunday. All those days are the same. At some point, the audience drops in and happens to be listening to us. But we're having just as much fun at practice on Friday, at dinner on Friday night, same thing on Saturday. We're never in a rush. We're not always talking about football. I would say that might be, you know, 20% of the time. We're laughing and having just a heck of a time for uh, 48 hours plus, and it happens to spill over into the broadcast on Sunday. Jim Nance, the uh, Jim Nance line by Vineyard Vines. That store opened at Pebble Beach last uh, Wednesday and just steps from the putting green across the lodge. Of course, uh, Jim has uh, outfitted us with Vineyard Vines in the past, and uh, we wish you luck with that, obviously. A great company, and uh uh, thanks for the friendship over the years, uh, and we truly are sad that we won't be able to go out and uh, and play golf in your backyard and have breakfast out on the on the veranda there. All kidding. Honestly, it was the highlight for me that most uh, recent years having you guys and some hang time with you guys, but we'll do it again sometime. And the friendship, it's uh, both ways. It's treasured with you and, and uh, all the Danettes. So- and I uh, hope we can chat sometime during the NCAA tournament. Thank you, Jim. We will do that. That's uh, the great Jim Nance joining us on the program. McLovin is holding up his hardware that he won. You won it. I mean, I I was horrible that day in the par three. And the fact that you, you hit shots that you shouldn't normally hit and that they ended up on the green, I... You, you beat Jim Nance. You took down Jim Nance, who played college golf with I think, Fred Couples. I think one bounced off a car or something. Yes, <laughs> landed one off, off the roof. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Off the roof. Yes, boy. I just love Jim Nance's whole setup there. Jim Nance living at Pebble Beach would be like John Madden living next to Lambeau Field. I mean, it's the perfect scenario setting for that guy. His house is it's like paradise. Over it's there. A, that's a good life that Jim Nance has. <laughs>
It's got a good life. Great wife and uh, two young children. A lot of wine. And uh, he made breakfast for it. When we did the show, each time we've done the show, and we end at 9 a.m. local time, and Jim would be texting me at, like, 9.15. Where are you guys? Like, where are you guys? I've got omelets here. Where are you guys? And we'd get there, and he's he couldn't wait for us to get there, and then he didn't want us to leave because he's got little ones there. And we're thinking, you know, no, you don't want us there. And then uh, he's like, you know, no, no, come on. Hey, do you want some wine? We go into his wine cellar. He's loading us up with wine. Uh, very generous. And uh, I love that event. But I, I, I just love that golf course. It's expensive. It is. It's probably $500 now for a round. But it is, you can never have a bad day there. You, have, you can have a bad round, not a bad day. Yeah, Paul. But it also is one of those things you've seen on TV, Pebble Beach, so, so many times. I think it's better in person because the, the, the conditions, the wind and the, the spray. You see golfers and there's spray coming up over the, where the, the bunkers. It's, yeah. it's fascinating. And it's the same thing with the Masters. You know, TV and CBS, HD, they do a wonderful job in, in framing every hole. They, they know the shots and they frame it. It's like little pictures, paintings. But when you go there and you see it, it's just different. The sounds are different. The fact that it's far hillier than you think it's going to be. The holes are real close together. And you look at that turf and you're thinking that turf almost looks fake. But uh, Pebble and, and Augusta, they've never let me down as far as just walking around there. I've been able to play both of those courses. And as much as I love Augusta, Pebble gives you something it feels like every day it's different. Uh, it's almost like playing in Europe. But there's a, there's a different feel because of the weather every day. Whereas Augusta, it'll be warm, but you know basically what you're going to get when you go there. All right, we'll take a break. we got our play of the day coming up. The great odds maker. Danny Sheridan on the do's and don'ts for Super Bowl betting. He'll join us coming up next hour. And we'll ask Reggie Miller, if you could have Damian Lillard or James Harden, who would you take? Or if we threw in Ben Simmons in there, apparently. So uh, that'll be coming up on the program. We'll get to your phone calls, settle on a poll question. Coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. All right, as everyone knows, student loan debt is a huge topic in the news these days. And it's a big issue for many young people and, you know, not so young people. That's why I want to tell you about Credible. Credible.com is an online marketplace to get you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. It can help you get out of student loan debt. It's a great system. Trust me, and you can consolidate all your student loan bills in one place, get serious peace of mind. Credible customers have given some awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been after refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 different lenders. Checking rates doesn't impact your credit. They're so confident they have the best rates that they'll give you $200 if you refinance your student loans with a better rate elsewhere. They never sell your data. You won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. Trust me, Credible.com slash Dan. That's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Dan. Fill in a couple pieces of info to check what rates you are eligible for. Again, Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans and start saving. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. 
And now, back to the show. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts, like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh, my God. The play of the day. Lillard brings it up into the front court. Dribbles behind his back. Crosses over. Dribbles. Step back. Three on the way. It's good! He ties the game and ties the career high with his 10th three-pointer. 54 points for Damian Lillard. Lillard finished with a franchise size 61, including 11 threes. Blazers won it in overtime. He also finished with 10 rebounds. At Benatar, hit me with your best shot. That's courtesy of the Blazers Radio Network. Play of the day brought to you by LegalZoom. Need to make it legal? Make it LegalZoom.com. Make sure you uh, enter the promo code Patrick in the box at checkout for special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. What's the poll question we're going to go with, McLovin? I think we should go just James Harden versus Damian Lillard because Simmons is sort of a different kind of player. He can't score like those guys at all. Yeah, he's young, though. Yeah. He's a lot younger. Uh, by the way, do you think that Simmons, do you have to trade either Simmons or Embiid if you're the Sixers? I just want to see how far they get this year because you're supposed to be the class of the Eastern Conference. Now, Toronto is better than what we thought. The Celtics are going to be there probably at the end, and Miami's been sneaky great as well. But it's still, it's Philadelphia here. you got a, you got a good roster. Uh, the question is, Embiid and Ben Simmons in a big game, will they come up big? And that's yet to be determined. But I would wait until after this year, because that might decide who's your coach and might decide if you're going to break up the uh, Embiid-Ben Simmons duo. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, some Sixers fans are wondering if Brett Brown's the right coach. I don't know. I mean, I I felt bad for him because he had to slug through that, you know, where they were losing on purpose. They were the, the process here. And now, you know, trying to get this team back to uh, playing for a championship. I don't understand this. We, we just had a uh, live look-in where we were talking about fashion, and I don't get the hoodie thing that guys are wearing and they wear a sport coat because uh, Danny Cannell, former quarterback, he works for Fox. He's got one on today. Dan Orlovsky for the Mothership, he had one. Reggie Bush had one on the other day. Seton did this years ago, and – but then you read something or saw an article that said, for God's sake, stop doing this, people? Yeah, yeah. Like nine or ten years ago, I used to do that. And then it was kind of a thing. And then it just became every time you went out, there was some other dude that was dressed just like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, like GQ or somebody was just like, for the love of God, stop doing this. Like everybody and their brother's doing it. But apparently it's coming back. But I, I don't understand it. That, that, okay, so I have a sport coat on. 
And then I have a hoodie. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, how everybody wears sneakers with their suit now, right? It's like a little more, it's like a way to be a little more casual, but more dressy casual. Yeah, but tennis shoes can cost a lot of money. Like a, a yeah, hoodie. They're, they're still sneakers. I mean, a hoodie can cost you 1500 bucks too, if it's the right one. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, oh, it's going to be cold in the studio, and I'm going to put my hood up, uh, uh, you know, on Get Up with Greeny. I don't know. But, hey, I'm, I'm not a, a fashion icon, obviously. Like if you put a sport coat on I over know. that hoodie, you would be like a guy who's coming in for the meeting to close some deals. But this is the DP Show sweatshirt. They're, they're using designer hoodies here, I'm guessing. Is it more so the hoodie with their – or middle-aged guys trying to go with a trend of a – that 20-year-olds wear, because that might be the bigger danger. If you're 45, 47 years old, and you're dressing like Details Magazine would tell you to dress. Because mm. I think that might be the danger with the Canal situation. Well, he's not young. No, but Orlovsky's mid-30s. Yes. Reggie Bush is mid-30s, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I just, I saw it, and I go, and I don't, that's not for me. Not for me. I'm not, I'm not hip enough to do it. It feels, it feels Brooklyn-like to me, McLevin. Yeah, I mean, Polly, of course, is... Paulie's kind of on top of it. He's just quoting a fashion magazine that hasn't printed up a uh, copy in eight years. <laughs> Wait, Details Magazine's oh, not around anymore? Long gone. I'm oh, fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't every magazine long gone? Yeah, I mean, I, GQ and Esquire still exist. Details had to go away. Details. But, uh, yeah, Paulie's right. Like it's, uh, But I don't know what the new trends are. Like, by the time they hit the press, they're done. Because I don't know what you guys are wearing on South Beach. I'm panicked about this. I, I'm going to stay northeast with my, my clothing choice. What, is, what does that mean? How do you define I'm, I'm going to dress the way I dress here. What if you go out to a really nice restaurant in South Beach? And I would dress the way I dress here. Mm-hmm. I'd probably just have a nice sweater on. and I, I'm not wearing floral. I'm not wearing capri pants. I'm not wearing short. I, I'm just... I'm down there. It's business. This is a job that I'm down there for. Yeah, Paul. This show is built for the Minneapolis Super Bowl. Yes. I, I put nine flannels and two pairs of jeans in That's a bag. That's all you needed. That's all you needed. Yeah, Minneapolis, was that was in our wheelhouse. Miami, we are at a loss here. It's going to be pretty warm, 77 and sunny here and there. Shocker, it's going to be warm in Miami. But do we dress as we would dress now? Because it's still winter. Well, I'm not going to dress in a like a wool cap or gloves, but I'm going to dress You're, you're going to be left out on South Beach North in winter because everyone's got a wool cap. Yes, McLovin. Have this studio manager keep it really cold in the studio. Yeah. Like 60 degrees, so when people look at it, they know why. Yeah, I don't, I'm not quite sure. Maybe we come out with a DP show designer hoodie here. Alright, we'll take a break. If you're going to bet on the Super Bowl, don't bet until Danny Sheridan helps you out. He's got five tips for you. And then Reggie Miller will stop by as well. Hey, what's happening, man? It's Tip T.I. Harris. Come check me out, man. Join me on my new podcast called Expedition. It's exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, every week I'm going to be talking to people who move the culture forward, who are shaping and changing the world in their own way. You're going to hear some shit that will change your life and move the needle in your world. Expedition is exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, what I need you to do is download and subscribe to Expeditiously with a new episode dropping every Thursday. Do it expeditiously.
Chase Elliott Racing Hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott Hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Offer ends 33120. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. <laughs> 